0: Went down on the corner with my gun in my hand To kill my woman by loving another man Cause I'm grieving and worrying Yes, I'm grieving and worrying Yes, I'm grieving and worrying Baby, by the way you do I should call you mama And you refuse to come Hot spring water Sure won't help you none Cause I'm grieving and worrying Yes, I'm grieving and worrying Yes, I'm grieving and worrying (laughs) Baby, bother where you do Now you call me in the morning And you call me late at night You swear that you love me But you sure don't treat me right Now I'm grieving and worrying Yes, I'm grieving and worrying Yes, I'm grieving and worrying Baby, by the way you do Play that thing Baby, I cried all night And all the night before But if you can stand to leave me I can stand to see you go Cause I'm grieving and worrying Yes, I'm grieving and worrying Yes, I'm grieving and I'm worrying Baby, about the way you do Now you see Say you're going to leave me all alone by myself. But if you ever come back, baby, maybe I'll be loving someone else. Then you'll be grieving and worrying. You'll be grieving and worrying. You'll be grieving and worrying, baby, by the way I do.
1: Good evening, everybody. This is uh, Courtney. Dear guys at WFMU? Finally, we of that scoundrel, Fabio. Ha, ha, yes. Finally. Where well, we opened up to fine uh, music and tonight's program with the Coleman Hawkins Quartet, uh, the Salonius Monk, on the piano. And then Bo Carter sang a nice little song, a nice little song called uh, Let Me Roll Your Lemon, a song about fruit. Yes, anyway, look, these days... The WFMU management has compelled me to return to the, the Jersey City studio to host this, this fine program. Yeah, for almost a year, they allowed me to broadcast from the comfort of my Pouton shanty in East Orange. But station manager Ken Friedman decided that by allowing me to broadcast uh, my program from a distant location, he realized that he was. Relinquishing some measure of control over my behavior on the air and in the studio. You know, those who study totalitarian impulses in everyday life define that sort of person as a uh, as a control freak, as Ken. Well, so I'm back in Jersey City, but I'm not doing anything different. I'm still, I'm still sipping some Sly Weasel bourbon. During the program, and I'm I'm puffing a fragrant Rancho Málario while I spin these platters. This it, this is in clear violation of station policy, because the station doesn't believe in doing things that bring uh, pleasure into service of radio. It's all about music It's all about punishment, and self-loathing, uh, and inflicting pain on the listeners. If the job of a WFMU disc jockey is to make listeners as miserable as possible, especially by playing this the, the, the dreary, joyless music, then the, the DJs must be equally miserable. It's a shared misery. You, you know, WFMU has a motto. Well, they have many, but the, the, the one that always struck me as true is, why. The motto is, why struggle alone when we can fail together? Well... This program, show is, is about success. Musical success. Com- commercial success. Art- artistic success. And these kinds of success are best achieved in conjunction, I find anyway, with uh, cigars and bourbon. They make me feel good. And in, in the process, I, I, I make you feel good. And that's why this program is so different from all the other crappy shows at WFMU. Remember... In the land of the so-called free, you have a choice. And on the radio of the so-called free form, you can self-identify with the losers. Or you can salute the flag of the winner. Just one. That's me. Look, we got to pay the bills around here. Gus is off this week. I don't have any new commercials with Gus Bodenheim. But his sister, Junita, is here with a fine product uh from uh, from Del Barton industrial fluids
2: ladies nobody likes a funeral. But who doesn't love the fresh, unspoiled complexion of the dearly departed? Well, with recent government deregulation, you can have the flawless visage today that was once available only to the deceased. The new after-party skincare and cosmetics line is formulated with the very same scientific care and components as the Lady Mortine family of industrial preparations you may have seen on your female friends and loved ones, and which has been a personal beauty secret of Lady Undertakers for years. Going on a date but afraid your king-sized pores will kill the mood? With Heaven Sent Elastomeric Resin, After-Party's two-in-one humectant and sealer, you'll get the same satiny-polished skin effects seen in the centerfolds of Embalmer's Companion. With no distracting surface glare or fumes, just in one coat, create a lasting impression with after signature serum, Recomposition. With its range of tones and textures, you can recreate a natural, serene, weatherproof color and no more cakey builder, so your lifelike result will endure for days, no matter where they find you. After Potty's fresh flesh lip formulas include a proprietary 30-weight filler that will make even the plainest, driest lips plump, velvety, and irresistible. And the tasteful variety of colors are guaranteed not to fade or flake. It's like a perpetual smile. Each after-party product comes with a professional quality applicator used by the industry's finest technicians. These include German forged scalpels, mini and maxi spatulas, a multi-purpose burnishing tool and scraper, bone knife, and rotary wimble for those occasional stubborn areas. And each applicator does double duty in your crafting closet or utility drawer. If you like taxidermy, you'll love the Wimble. Caution sterilize after use. Ask for after party skincare and cosmetics from Del Bot and Specialty Fluids and finer drugstores. You'll look like heaven on earth.
1: a fan player there from uh, Eddie Lang and Frank Signorelli, and that was called Melody Man's Dream, before that was Winifred Atwell, she uh, gave us the 17th century boogie, uh, Maynard Baird and his orchestra did postage stomp, Bobby Cadillac with the carbolic acid blues, and uh, and Unita, thank you Unita Bodenheim for selling some airtime for this program, because we got beers to pay. You know, and you know. This is Courtney. Your guy on WFMU. Starting next week, I will move away from Fabio. That's right. The restraining order goes into effect, and uh, he's been ordered to keep 48 hours away from me. So they're moving me to Tuesday night at uh, seven o'clock on WFMU. Starting next week. Now, we're back here in the Jersey City studios to host my weekly program. So while I was here, I, I had a chance to visit the place. Uh, that WFMU has named uh, Monty Hall. It's on the first floor here at WFMU, uh, the, the address is 43 WFMU Boulevard. It's the first floor, it's called Monty Hall. Apparently it used to be something of a modest entertainment emporium. Uh, you know, the kind of thing we used to call vaudeville. Well, it's a little, little stage with a curtain, That's a dressing room, you walk down the flight of the stairs, there's a dressing room there. Uh, They'd have all manner of entertainment in Monty Hall. They had uh, musicians, uh, singers, uh, comedians, uh, tap dancers, uh, clowns with uh, seltzer bottles, and maybe maybe they'd show a film there. Also, in this vaudeville pit, uh, WFMU would feature uh, jugglers, uh, animal acts, contortionists, and uh, blackface minstrel shows. These were very popular, I was told, especially the animal acts and the minstrel shows. Yeah, right here. There's a sign when you walk in. There's a sign hanging over the ticket booth near the front door. It says, (laughs) it says, a little song, a little dance, a little seltzer down your pants. Yeah, well, anyway, so there was this disease going around over the past year. Maybe you read about it. So last year, they, they canceled all the shows in Monty Hall, and they closed the place down. Now, now that they're allowing the DJs back into the building, they have... They have reopened Monty Hall, but not for its original purpose. I walked in last week and discovered that WFMU has converted Monty Hall into a slave labor camp. There were all these people working. None of them were DJs. I didn't recognize anyone. They were apparently uh, lured off the streets with promises of glory and a free lunch if they'd provide unpaid labor to the station. And once inside, they were held captive and forced to work. There, there was one lady DJ, I recognized her, and she, she stood by with her arms folded, clutching a bullwhip. Well, some of these pitiful people were chained to tables, stuffing and sealing envelopes. Others were forced to lift heavy boxes of, uh, of T-shirts and station memorabilia. A few had tried to escape, and they were shackled to the walls. I looked into their sunken eyes. I saw their hopeless gazes. There was an air of just uh, despair about the place. Their lives had effectively ended. They thought about their loved ones and realized they would never see them again. Well, they've hung a different sign on the wall of mighty Hall. It says, Arbeit macht fry." Well, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, well, WFMU seems to have a good thing going here. Uh, this is the way I should recruit my staff. It's very economical. So I'm checking with uh, the so-called <laughs> volunteer, that's in quotes, volunteer director Scott Williams, on how he pulled this off. It was a most impressive operation. Well, anyway, we're going to go back to the music now on the old cadre show i WFMU.
3: Turned up nose and curly hair I'm raving about my baby now Pretty little dimples here and dimples there Don't want to live without her I love her goodness, knows. I wrote a song about her And here's the way it goes Baby face You've got the cutest little baby face There's not another one could take your place Baby face, my poor heart is jumping. You should have started something. Baby face. I'm up in heaven when I'm in your fond embrace. I didn't need a shove, so I just fell in love with your pretty baby face. You were just a baby, that's not so long ago. You must have been the cutest thing. I can picture you at every baby show, just winning every ribbon, in your sweet baby way. Say, honest, I ain't fibbing. You win them all today with that little baby face. You've got the cutest little baby face, there's not another one who could take your place. Baby face. My poor heart is jumping, you have started something with that baby face. I'm up in heaven, when I'm in your pond, embrace. I didn't need a show, I just naturally fell in love with your pretty baby
4: face.
3: Now baby face, I used to always call you baby face. And I dialed you up in prettiest baby legs, you remember? Baby baby, why, I never even tarried, but after we were married, oh, Baby Pace, is asking alimony, and it's a funny case, since she got the ring, I call her everything, well, that is everything, but Baby Pace, Baby baby you look pretty with that baby face. You'd win the beauty prize, in any race. Baby face? You must be athletic. Or is it just cosmetic? Baby face? At any baby show, you'd surely take first place. But at the break of dawn, with all the makeup gone, oh boy, what a face.
1: got well, that set of music here at the Ocasio so. Show, remember, we only play 70 RPM records. Like they're going out of style. Uh, we, we opened up that set with uh, the new music of Reginald Forsyth. It, it was new in 1934. Uh, we heard serenade for a wealthy widow from Reginald Forsyth, uh, whispering Jack Smith, uh, sang Babyface, a uh, Draymond Scott quintet with Snake Woman, and then Frankie Trumbauer and his orchestra. That was Big Spiderback on the cornet. And uh, they did Crazy Cat. Now, this is the old Show, and as you know, if you're a regular listener to the Okazoo Show, usually at this point in the program, we, uh, well, we were originally planning to air the soundtrack of a major motion picture starring Flip the Frog! Well, we had planned to air the one entitled uh, Flip Goes to China. But WFMU station manager who shall remain nameless, said it was full of offensive stereotypes. And he or she, who shall remain nameless, prohibited the broadcast of this soundtrack of this major motion picture. Well, I don't know what he or, or she is talking about. Flip is not an offensive stereotype. He's a frog, but he does not fit the stereotypical profile of a frog. Do frogs wear suspenders? Do frogs drive cars? Do frogs play the ukulele? No. Flip is unique. There is no other frog like Flip. He is a positive role model for other frogs. He he defies stereotypes. Flip has received awards and accolades in the amphibian community for his tireless efforts to raise awareness of uh, swamp culture and to keep his fellow frogs off the menu at French restaurants. Anyway, uh, since the station manager, who, sh- who shall remain nameless, has confiscated the 700 RPM disc that contained the soundtrack for Flip Goes to China, well, instead, we're going to have to air another one, and we've got the soundtrack for Flip's Lunchroom instead. And remember, it is starring Flip the Frog. You want me to repeat that? You didn't hear it? Flip the frog! Anyway, they the guest stars. You'll, you'll see them, well, you'll hear them anyway. You're, maybe you'll see them. Maybe they don't have speaking parts, I forget. It's a major motion picture, you know? We're only gonna play the audio. Well, the, the, the guest will be, let's see, Mami Sochil, uh, Jiffy Jpeg. There's a, a chick, and interviewer, Mousley, Uh Chi Chi Cabron, Arnie the Rock. Belvedere. And in this one, uh, Mickey Rooney's cousin. That's right, Mickey Rooney's cousin, Raul, Raul, Raul Rooney Jr. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Chicken soup.
6: been a roaming Romeo, my Juliets have been many, but now my roaming days have gone. Too many irons in the fire is worse than not having any. I've had my share and from now on, I'm putting all my eggs in one basket. I'm betting everything I've got on you I'm giving all my love to one baby Heaven help me if my baby don't come through I've got a great big amount Saved up in my love account Honey, and I've decided love divided in two Won't do, no I Putting all my eggs in one basket I'm betting everything I've got on you Everything I've got, I bet on you Everything I've got, every single thing I've got I bet on you
7: A man, there's a man, has the old maids wishing for new ambition, every time they see him passing along. What a man, what a man, he's a real life petter, a sweetheart getter, when I tell you I'm not telling you wrong. Has he arms that are big and strong, does he know where those arms belong? Oh, no idea has he ways that I love so much does he speak with his sense of touch oh you have no idea he's got a million in the bank and that helps a lot but say that million in the bank is only part of what he's got gosh oh gee do I want to swear Could he answer a maiden's prayer? Oh, you have no idea Has he lips all the girls adore? Does he know what he's got them for? Oh, you have no conception Has he eyes that are full of love? Do they show what he's thinking of? Oh, you have no idea that whatsy whatsy what what people can't name and say that whatsy whatsy what would make the wildest woman tame hot as fire all the girls agree does he spark when he's out with me oh you have no idea does he love like a desert cheek? When he next can he make them weep? Oh, you have no realization. Has he got what the girls all crave? When they're with him, does he behave? Come to me for information. He claims he's traveled quite a lot in far-distant lands. I don't know if it's true or not, but boy, he sure has traveling hands. Like an auto, he changes speeds. Has he got what his Sophie needs? Oh, you have no idea.
1: We're closing out the show with a song. By the woman, who was rightfully known as the last of the Red Hot Mamas. Nobody knew that better than me. Oh, Sophie. Oh, yeah, that was a, oh, you have no idea. I'm Sophie Tucker. Fred there, saying I'm putting all my eggs in one basket. I kind of a lunchroom sat there. Johnny Dunner's band at ham and eggs. And we heard Rip the Fr Well, that's... Let me say it properly. Now nah, let's not. ha, <laughs> ha. Flip the Frog! Uh, Flip's Lunchroom from 1933. We heard the soundtrack. Hopefully, in in a future show, we're going to be able to air the soundtrack for Flip goes to China. Even though the station manager, who shall remain nameless, seems to want to ban it from the airwaves for some strange reason. Anyway, next week, the old Kaja show, because of the restraining order that Fabio can't be within 48 hours of of me, uh, this show is moving to Tuesday night at 7 p.m. on WFMU. So tune in again uh, next week on Tuesday, okay? There won't be any family around, we promise. And stay tuned for Hardy White. This is your uh, Codger at WFMU. East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in New York City and Rockland County at 91.9 FM and, and online at WFMU.org.
8: It's the Lou Register Fun Hour. I'm Lou. Join Lou and his friends.
9: Just the good times and the bad times. Most of my life can be reduced to a series of events that are significant or which I deem significant. Things that I can tell in story form. Everything else is filler all the times in between. Hours and hours of eating and using the bathroom and sleeping, sometimes a combination of those things. But none of them out of the ordinary. They are the ordinary. In fact, I'd say that most of my life is filler. And then there's these moments that are, I don't know, five to five hours long that are significant. Maybe they're not even significant, but something different happens and makes them notable. For instance, I could be Uh, just at work and then something will fall out of the sky like a car or a planet or something like that and it'll make a sound, a new kind of sound, that I don't usually hear in the course of a day and so it'll stand out and so I want to tell people about it.
8: The other night I was trying to fall asleep and I couldn't. I lay there in my bed and I tossed and I turned. Then I flipped my pillow over to the cold side and I thought about that and I imagined that I was laying on a stone ledge of a mountain overlooking a great valley and in that valley a stream and coming up over the horizon there were storm clouds and so I crawled slightly back into the cave so I would be in some shelter and I turned my stone pillow over again to the even colder side and I looked out onto the horizon and I imagined myself a lion and then a bird, and then I imagine myself a pile of bones laying there for years looking at the same view, watching the rain, watching the darkness fall, and then maybe I would blow away, and I would be the stone pillow, and I would flip myself over to the cold side, and I would just keep flipping. My view might change to the back of the cave at some point, and to the infinite darkness therein. And I would send my imagination into it ahead of myself, to look around, to anticipate what might come out at me. And I imagine all sorts of things, a lion, a goat. I imagine a pile of bones assembling itself and walking out and confronting its flesh on the ledge of this mountain, which is really a bed. And all this goes on on the cold side of my pillow, by the warm side of my pillow contains a little village, a hot, jungly one. And the people there crawl on their bellies because the sky is so low, and it is white, and it is dark, and it is warm. And occasionally the world flips end over end and they rise to the surface and they face their God. This is the filler. This is the stuff in between the events. Then you wake up and do a show or a job interview. that was just the filler. Turn that off, I need to concentrate on driving. Do you even know where you're going? So essentially all I have to do is fall asleep with a cartoon on, and then my brain will integrate that with reality, and I will create another space, another dimension a shadow space made up of real and cartoon, and into that world I will introduce Lou, a real person, and he will live in a world where time shifts from one scene to another without anything to connect them. In real life, we must experience all of these spaces between the scenes that matter, so to speak, the events that are significant. We see time as Acts in a play strung together with nothing really in between just a sort of ordinariness a sort of zombie-like state that we walk through in order to get to the next event the time event and when we read fiction we always read it like that one special thing that happened in time and in space but not connected I'm going to drop Lou into that. And he's going to think, I was just at the beach and now I'm in a car. It doesn't make any sense. Where are the bits in between? Where's all the space? If I took all the space out of music, it would be one loud noise. And some people enjoy that, and I don't blame them. It is sort of nice. But when something's not there, ooh, then you notice it's missing. I walked up to the grocery store one time, and I looked around for the bench that I always sit on. It wasn't there. Lou sits there with me. I turned to Lou, I said, Lou, look. He said, what? I said, what's missing? He said, I don't understand. I said, what, what do you see? He says, I don't see anything. And I said, more precisely, What don't you see? And he said, Jesus? And I said, well, that's many. All right. Well, that's not there either. But I was thinking the bench. Oh, where have you gone, Lou? Have you floated off in another direction? Where are you now? There's comic book characters like that. You're speaking to me now. Where else are you? I'm watching a baseball game. I'm watching Joe DiMaggio The nation turns its lonely eyes to him. And what's he do? What's he do with the lonely eyes? He hits a baseball because the eyeballs remind him of a baseball. And so he smacks those eyes with a bat, symbolically. Oh, that's an event. What happened before and after that? I don't know. It's a blur. I can't even tell you what I ate for lunch yesterday. Does it matter? What matters? Only things that can go into a story? That doesn't seem right. I'm going to correct that. Will you come with me? I'm going to go off on an adventure. I'm gonna go off half cocked as they said. You have to cock it all the way or the bullets or the BBs don't go all the way in and maybe they explode in your face. Oh, my good intentions have done that before. Things have backfired on me. I wanted to set things right and I set things wrong. How do I know what's wrong? How do I know what's right? How do I know what's better or best or even good? I'm just guessing. I am making this up as I go along. I am forced to improvise, because if I write something down and hand it to you, and it's wrong, what then? What'll I do then? All right, Lou, it's showtime. Turn that off. I need to concentrate on driving.
9: Do you even know where you're going?
8: To the ghost hospital. I just don't know where it is. Why do we have to go to a ghost hospital? You need a hospital, and I need an adventure. So we kill two birds and one idiot with one stone. It's just that haunted stuff is sometimes not the same quality as non-haunted stuff, like the haunted all-you-can-eat place. Granted. Why is the car making all those cartoon noises? It's not the car, it's coming from outside. The whole place is weird and haunted. Haunted by what? What? By what?
0: Haunted by what? Oh, I don't know.